0: Hello everyone. What's We're going on? here. It, we I don't know, you guys this means nothing to you guys, but it is much earlier in the day than it usually is when we no, do it's this. it's so sunny. And it is it is a very unique feeling to be doing this. It, right now it is 2:48 in the afternoon. It's
2: so early. i was here so early. This is like it's s- good.
0: 6 hours before our typical start We point. usually
2: yeah, end up getting around to it far too late to enjoy the night
0: truly. But we are here, and we we have a very interesting episode we're gonna go we're we're doing this one a little bit different. we're gonna go kind of just keep it relaxed you know have a nice conversation keeping it casual have a conversation amongst friends, but we are also going to discuss and dissect what the hell happened to the lost city of atlantis
2: atlantis now. Oh, we are starting a cult, by the way. That's grand up, Jake. Yes, that's it's that true. It's always someone's first episode.
0: Yeah, that is true. Maybe this is the one that piqued your interest. And if it did, welcome. We love you. There you go. Um, So let me start by saying this. Atlantis, for those of you that are unaware, is the supposed lost city that the Greek philosopher Plato talked about. Now, why is it important? Well, because supposedly, according to Plato, they were extremely advanced. They had wildlife that nobody else had. They had rare earth elements that were only available on the island of Atlantis. And then one day they just, they were gone. Gone. Just gone. Yeah. And... I mean, you know, people, everybody has their opinion. You know, everybody has opinions on what they think Atlantis could have been, was, or maybe never was. Yeah, people
2: think it's myth. Some people think it's real. No one knows where it is. So many speculative things going on here.
0: So why don't we just jump right in to the greasy details that, I mean, I'm going to give him the honorary doctorate. Uh, Dr. Plato, I feel like he deserves it. <laughs> Why? If anyone deserves an honor, I mean, move over Shaquille O'Neal. Like this guy deserves it more than you. Wait, Jack is a doctor? Yeah, he's got an honorary doctorate degree. From what? For in what?
2: In basketball? <laughs> I think in Papa John's merchandising. What is this? I
0: think when they I don't know this for certain, but I feel like when they give honorary doctorate degrees, they're not degrees. At all. It's it's no, just, it's just... <laughs> the title. <and> it really <laughs> means nothing. I, I think so. But I'm oh, going to give fun. it to him. With the power invested in me by Gomex and the We Are Starting a Cult fan base.
2: Plato is just like Shaq.
0: We are f- officially anointing the first honorary doctorate degree to Plato. So, <laughs> congratulations. From the
2: education system that is We Are Starting a Cult.
0: Plato, if you're... Ethereal energy systems are out there in this universe right now. Vibrate your energy this way and come receive your honorary degree. And if they're not, then one of your you know what the great, sentiment- great 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 yeah. great grand family members can
2: the sentiments out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Jake, hit me hit me with this. Hit me with this. What are we doing? Where's where does this all begin?
2: It starts with fucking uh, Plato talking. Oh, Plato talking about it. Uh, apparently, thousands of years before he uh, initially spoke on it, that's when uh, Atlantis was was occurring. That's when it was in its heyday. I think it was around 9,000 years before. But he really only mentions it in two of his dialogues, which are named Timaeus and Critias. Critias, maybe. Mm-hmm. those yes. are the, Those are the two.
0: Yes. Now... So, to put this in times of relative relativity for listeners right now, this would have taken place um, around 13,000 years ago. Yeah. Somewhere in that window, the city of Atlantis. Um, we have Plato discussing this long-lost civilization, and that was about... Twenty five hundred to three thousand yeah, years ago. He,
2: he said he heard it. For, it was like something passed down in his family. The stories of fucking Atlantis, mm-hmm. and it, the stories that he had, and for like six generations in his family, were stories of something that was already nine thousand years old. Right when they were starting to be talked about.
0: So now I'm, I'm I'm thinking. I was thinking I might bring this up later, but I think this is a perfect time because there's people out there thinking. How exactly does this make sense? Okay, so you got this guy. We're, we're For the sake of round numbers, we're going to say 3,000 years ago. This guy's talking about a civilization that ended 9,000 years before that. Yeah. Okay, so you might be asking yourself, how does a story like this last for 9,000 years with no written documentation? And the truth of the matter is, if the Atlantis is true. If this is to be taken as fact, they would have existed before recorded history began. We had no actual documentation of anything happening before then because there was no written language. Yeah. There was no way to write these things down and save them. So, now I want you to turn your attention back to high school, okay? If you're out of high school, think back. If you're in high school, Maybe you're doing it right now, or maybe you're going to do it soon. The Odyssey and the Iliad by Homer, not Simpson. That is a story that had existed for thousands of years before it was ever written down because it was traditionally told, I mean, I guess what you'd call a campfire story. It's
2: through word of mouth. Yeah, Yeah, that's how most... Traditions were passed down through generations. It's, it's
0: oral tradition. Yeah, oral tradition. So keep that in mind with all of this. If that was, if the timeline is somehow messing you up, just remember there are stories out there that exist today in hard form where you could hold it and read it that were long before the days of recorded history.
2: Yeah, and there is one thing I would like to say right now uh, just from that story, the Odyssey and all that and the city of Troy. Uh, and all that stuff. Uh, the city of Troy was long thought to be a myth and just a, a, a tool in Homer's you know, fucking uh, story he was telling there. Mm-hmm. And what do you know? They found it. They yeah. found Troy thousands of years later. So who knows, man? Stories might have some tenability. Exactly. Let's just keep that in mind throughout all of this.
0: And there, there is, there's some weird things. I mean, we'll bring them up later about other... Possible uh, civilizations that we do know now today existed that at one point in history we didn't know existed. We're just like what? No. So I think before before we kind of go into this, um, we can we can discuss Plato in a few minutes here. But at least the way it was described, it was Atlantis was the rival of what was then Athens. Okay, and. Atlantis was far superior. They, interestingly enough, I did not know this, it was the first described utopian society before that word even had an actual definition and meant anything.
2: Damn, the origin of utopia.
0: Now, in the 1500s is when the term utopian became more mainstream. That was when it was written about and discussed, and it's, in a way, people kind of use it Uh, incorrectly I'd say because the idea of a utopia is a society so perfect that it could not actually exist so like when people say oh this is (laughs) they're like this is utopia well utopia by definition is so perfect it's so beyond anything that we have that it's it's just impossible in this world.
2: Do you think the movie Zootopia completely bastardized it with all the what with all the petty crimes that all the animals were committing?
0: Were they really committing crimes?
2: Did you not see that movie? No, I did. You didn't see Zootopia? Mm-mm. Oh.
0: I did oh, not. Oh, crap. You need to. I'm not going to lie to you. I I cartoon movies. It's very rare that I see a cartoon film. Now I watch <laughs> cartoons. But usually in the, in quick bites, you know? Oh, no, yeah,
2: yeah. No, well, one of the main characters, he's just a grifter. Nice. He's a fox. What kind of an- Oh, he's a fox. He's a eh? fox. Why? He wears a long shirt.
0: I want to know, this is extremely off topic of Atlantis, but the answer is just buried as deep as Atlantis is. Yeah, okay. Why is it that in mainstream Western media, in any form of cartoon, the fox is always the villain? He's always a bad guy. Because they're
2: sly. They work well in the in the shadows and being quiet while sneaking up on their prey. But I Maybe. F- I don't know what foxes are like, but I that's just... what media's telling me they're like.
0: I got two examples. I got Swiper and I got the Zootopia guy.
2: What about the fantastic Mr. Fox? I didn't see that, but it sounds like he might be doing a heist or something. Is
0: that really about, like, a fox?
2: I thought it was just, like, puppets and foxes.
0: It probably is. I don't know.
2: I have no idea.
0: I want to change. I want to flip the script. The same way I felt about the hollandaise sauce situation, I want to flip the script on the fox, and I want them to be represented as positive, and not all these right, bastardized right. monsters that want to steal things from children and grift people that come into zoos. They seem
2: cool. They seem cool to me. That they're, they're like they laugh like jackals, but they're just they're just really small dogs.
0: Yeah, they're like dogs. That, the way I see it is if a dog mated with a really red cat that would be the offspring. <laughs> that would
2: be a fox, yes.
0: Because they they have the like the size of an extremely large house cat. Yeah. And this they got whiskers, they got the kind of pointed ears, you know, a nice tail. But Maybe it,
2: that's why they're so looked down upon because they're they're like the love child of these two long battling uh, species of animals, cats and dogs. It's it's, it's just the black sheep. No one wants to, no one wants to admit that they're adorable.
0: I think that I think that both dogs and cats have been given a bad rap, um,
2: <laughs> each by the other's enthusiast.
0: I'm gonna say this. I think I, I'm a do- I'm pro dog. I'm above cats. I like cats. Don't get me wrong.
2: I like them both.
0: If I if I had to pick, if they're like gun to my head, Grant, are you a dog or are you a cat fan? I'm a dog person. I like dogs. They're yeah. They're a little bit more. You can you, you can laugh at them. You know you, you have can. fun with them.
2: Yeah, they just they're just having a time. They're they, just trying to get through life, and it's hilarious.
0: Sometimes they do some really stupid things that are just like, <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Cats, not so much, because they yeah. do stupid things too. But then they get real self conscious about it and then yeah. they get angry.
2: <laughs> they just like take it out on you. They do a lot of projecting cats.
0: They're like, Oh, I can't believe I spilt this milk. Damn it. <laughs> just, I don't know. There's something but Dogs are really quirky. You know? Yeah,
2: they are. But in in like a in like a utopia, a true utopia. Fucking in Atlantis, I hear there's just elephants wandering around. And also, sacred bulls. That was a big thing. Yes. I know that was a thing. So, and no cats or dogs in any anything.
0: I like that, because Plato talks about how they have, uh, I believe the direct quote is exotic wildlife not seen anywhere else.
2: Yeah, just wandering around.
0: And I'm interested in that, because when you see, I mean, okay, obviously Plato hadn't seen any any of this because this was all gone at this point in the case it was yeah. real but I am just I'm beyond baffled as to why no one tried to describe what that wildlife was <laughs> they just kind of they just took it at face value they're like oh yeah there's animals that we don't know
2: anyway, the only specifics I read were elephants and bulls and the bulls were just like they were revered until they were sacrificed to Poseidon so Ooh. but honestly elephants and bulls are exotic enough for me.
0: See what I think. If I saw is,
2: just an elephant in the street, are you shitting me? That'd be
0: insane. I I find that very funny. That's something I want to discuss. Uh, so the Atlanteans supposedly, because yeah, I've heard that too, they supposedly sacrificed bulls for Poseidon to you know calm the gods. And the one thing that I tend to not agree with is. Why in the hell is Poseidon part of the Atlanteans belief system? I mean, this is <laughs> this is ten thousand years before ancient Greece. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, where are they getting these ideas? So I do
2: Well, all the gods had their like allotted like temples that people would sacrifice to him for and like Poseidon, mm. he received his lot from the island Atlantis. He was like assigned it.
0: Okay, so that was like his Yeah, that he, was his base.
2: He begat children with more women, he settled in parts of the island. He's like, I'll proceed. I'll proceed,
0: to, Gross. To do this. I do think um it is it's funny because the way it's described by Plato is that these they're not quite human, but they're also not quite gods. That they're like
2: an Achilles type.
0: Yes. The Atlanteans are described as essentially what we would know today as demigods, where they're gods in human form. Now, again, I mean, obviously you have to take this whole thing with a grain of salt because we don't know if this is real or not. So for the purposes of this episode, from here on out, I'm going to be under the assumption that Atlantis was real. So when I make a reference to something, just remember that, okay? It's all, yeah. I'm doing it in the, for the sake of the episode and the sake of the knowledge we have to share. So, Atlantis and the Atlanteans are demigods. Now, maybe, just maybe, that's a way of describing how advanced they are, okay? Maybe. Maybe they're not truly gods. Maybe it's an allegorical way of saying that they are beyond the knowledge of what humans were capable of doing at that yeah,
2: time. Yeah, yeah. Hyperbole.
0: Right. Because I mean supposedly supposedly some of the architecture was batshit crazy as well.
2: Oh yeah, they said it was like the most advanced for the time. It was like a beautiful.
0: Um, I'm I'm not sure why this detail has stuck around for so long, but they really, really, really bring out the fact that they believe Atlantis was built in concentric circles. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah. But that it plays a huge role in not even the the actual destruction, but the potential finding of the area as well.
2: If it's a utopia, I mean, like the like circular circular shapes aren't like necessarily natural. So, like when it comes to putting a man-made shape into nature, it's kind or it is. I don't know. Round shapes are very biological. So maybe they're trying to like make their man-made things as close to biology and like nature as they could as opposed to the hard right angles.
0: I like that. That's impressive. I don't know.
2: That's just that's just a thought. It is.
0: Who knows? Now, this is this is kind of the the bulk of what we have to discuss today. And that would be Now, for those of you unfamiliar with Plato, he writes in a very unique way. It was very... He writes fictionalized versions of real people that he interacted with and knew, and he writes real conversations that he overheard and had with them, Yeah, and he uses these to usually paint a picture of something happening in the world. So... The biggest example we have, because it's the one that we're probably most familiar with today, would be, I would say, the Allegory of the Cave.
2: Yeah, Allegory of the Cave and, like, the Symposium.
0: Yeah, those are the big two. So I want to I wanna just enlighten you guys, okay? The Allegory of the Cave, in so many words, it says that there is a civilization of people that live in a dark cave, okay? And they perceive things in this cave such as shadows and movements, and what they perceive in that cave is their life. Now, when they leave the cave, they are blinded by the natural light that is outside of the cave. And once they are pretty much able to come to grips with the reality that they're seeing outside of the cave, they try to go back into the cave and explain to the other people... That what they're seeing is all a lie. That it's just perception. That they're misseeing miss what's out there. And the people in the cave are like, you're crazy. This is what it really is. Yeah. So it's an allegory of perception.
2: That's like philosophy 101. Like, peop- a lot of people know the basic outline of it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I kind of understand it. But then there's so many articles just like there's no one that truly understands what plato was trying to do here it's like so i think we got to get it you
0: know I, th- <laughs> yeah. I think we get the
2: gist of it it's like that makes me just want to read it again is this for book sales what is it
0: but now it's important to know that for this instance we are under the assumption that this is only an allegory we are not proponents of a cave society yeah i mean it's in the name you know um, we have never t- investigated to see if this is real, uh, to see if there's actually people <laughs> I'm not down on in a spelunking, cave. no. But we we understand that now. Th- okay, this is where it gets a little c- confusing because knowing the information that comes from that, we have to assume that maybe, just maybe, Atlantis is allegorical. Yeah, maybe it's an example of the downfall of society, and that when corruption and greed run rampant, everything collapses. We don't know.
2: Yeah. It's said to be like a allegory of hubris in the nations.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the one thing that keeps coming back, and the reason that Atlantis is still so prominent in the minds of explorers and conspiracy theorists, alike, the like, is the extreme detail that we got from Plato this is not your run of the mill allegory it's in the cave we'll use that as an example in the allegory of the cave we're not getting full layouts of what this cave is how it operates who lives there how long it live how long it was there it is simply just a cave yeah you
2: get all the info you need to push the story's agenda through Right. Like, it's it's just bare bones. This is what you need for me to get what I'm trying to say.
0: hmm Now, with Atlantis, not only do we have details of the day-to-day life, the societal impact they had, the way their political, I guess, their political system operated, uh, we have hints at what their wildlife looked like, their ecosystem, some of their materials, and even... ...a generic location, okay? There you go. Now, according to Plato, it is past the Pillars of Hercules, okay? And the Pillars of Hercules are real.
2: It's Heracles. Or
0: Heracles, sorry. Heracles. I spoke much too quickly. No worries, no worries. The Pillars of Heracles. Now, if we were to take this information today with the maps that we have, we could assume... That the island of Atlantis lied somewhere in the Strait of Gibraltar. Yep. Somewhere in the Mediterranean Sea at the largest scale. Somewhere in there was an island nation that was Atlantis. Okay? Okay. All right. Now, let's get into some of the details about Atlantis. So, it is believed that... They were, essentially, they were the pinnacle of existence. They were the United States of America post-World War One. They were... They're what
2: America's always thought we were.
0: Yeah. They they were, like, the top dog. They were the ones that no one was messing with. They knew what was coming. Um, They were never truly worried about being invaded because of their extreme naval fleet yeah. and just their... ...general location made it almost impossible for them to be taken advantage of.
2: Yeah, apparently they were surrounded on all sides by very vast and fertile plains... ...but then all that was surrounded by mountains.
0: Jesus, they've got it all, don't they? It's crazy. They just have it all. So, Atlantis. Believe it or not, they were a society made up of everyday people. Now, in most cases... I want to bring this up now cuz I don't I I don't really want to harp on it cuz I feel like it makes the story less m- magical. Um there are claims that I think have have a little bit of validity. Um in most renditions of what Atlantis is, it is believed that they are some type of European civilization. Obviously, that's yeah. just the way it's depicted. Now, this kind of plays into the Eurocentric mindset of people throughout history and how, you Jesus know. Jesus
2: is white and shit and all that.
0: Right, and how, oh, you know, uh, they, you know the slaves never could have built the pyramids because they just weren't as smart as Europeans. There's no way. Uh, Mayan civilization, there's no way. It just doesn't make sense. We were definitely European, it was right? It
2: definitely aliens. Um, aliens are europeans
0: so eurocentrism plays a role in at least the details of atlantis that we have today because i mean the the simple truth of it is that's just that's just when it was that's just how it came to be you know yeah i mean back in the day they weren't worried about things like that they were focused on we are we are europe we're the man like we are this is us
2: We this is like one of the few examples in history that hasn't been like whitewashed in that way. Pretty much, yeah. It was always just like this.
0: And Atlantis, supposedly for unknown reasons, Atlantis was having some inner turmoil uh, with the society and the politics. So they took this out, and they were hoping to attack and take over some more land. They were getting land hungry. They were getting greedy. Now this is where the fall of Atlantis comes in, because of their greed, because of their just overall shitty behavior. I mean, just let's face it. Yeah. The gods smited them and took them away immediately.
2: Like this was not gradual. This Over was... one day and one night, it said. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was completely consumed by the ocean. And as a big fuck you to all the people that died there, supposedly the gods covered it, all the burials, all the waste, everything that was sucked up by the water.
2: With the dirtiest thing in the
0: world. Yeah, it was just covered by mud and slime mud, yeah, and goop. Yeah, just
2: dirtiness, personified. Just
0: grossness. Now, this the reason I bring this up is because in the writings of Plato they are compared to the Athenians, okay? And now, obviously, there might be a little bit of bias in there with these writings of Plato. Yeah. But in this scenario, the Athenians are the noble society, the people that are living correctly and living under the rule of the gods, and they are spared, and the Atlanteans were not spared. Not at all. Similar to... Well, if you know anything about the Greek gods... You know that their wrath has no bounds.
2: They—they they- they are literally just people with god powers, and they're like, "I feel like doing this today because this guy looked at me funny, or something like that, or like he didn't—he <laughs> didn't kill this bull well enough. How dare <laughs> he? So he's gonna have an ingrown toenail that'll eventually kill him because it's—it's way back in the day.
0: How dareth he?
2: Yeah, I know. Did there, there were the, It was the fall of Rome before—before before Rome. It was the pre-Rome. Mm-hmm. They just fell,
0: and that, that I'm glad you brought that up because that that is where the allegorical side of this debate really gets its stronghold. Because just analyzing the information we've given you this far, uh, you can kind of assume that it's a really good story. You yeah, know? for sure. Uh, there was you know an ancient utopian society that. Was slowly slipping through the cracks, and it just, out of nowhere, it couldn't contain itself, and boom, it was destroyed, wiped from the face of history and the earth. And I mean, that's a great way to describe the workings of society and kind of how it's very fragile.
1: Yeah,
2: sometimes it just uh, ends.
1: Yeah,
0: there ain't nothing (laughs) you can do about it. It just
2: fucking. Then you just try again. It's
0: just
1: done.
2: You try again. Sometimes no chance. Times you go into the sea.
0: Now, I'm going to... Well, I guess, okay, for, just in case you're asking this question to yourself, how does this work? So, is it an island? Is it a continent? It's been described as both. It's a continent, yeah. it's an
2: island. Isn't Australia just an island?
0: Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's just a big island. Continent island. Um. So, essentially... Atlantis was described and believed to be similar to Hawaii in that way, where it is one large island where the cities were. That's the big area. And then it's surrounded by a bunch of outlying, smaller islands that kind of kept it at bay. And that was one of the reasons they were so powerful, because they couldn't get invaded because of all the little islands and soil deposits that stopped people from pulling into the main island. So, I guess, okay, you know, now I'm really stuck in this Australia thing.
2: <laughs> I don't think Australia is Atlantis, just I, to clear the air. No, That's... me neither.
0: <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a larger question. This is very off topic, but I want us to take a minute and just understand something about the way life works. What, <laughs> what exactly is an island? Okay, an island is just a landmass surrounded by water, right? Yeah. Isn't everything an island, then? Because, I mean, yeah, okay, so we live in the United States. Yeah, but we're all connected and shaped weird. But we're just one big island.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean.
0: We're surrounded by water. the on
2: planets, a, planets, an island in space, you know?
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So the idea of an island. How far island,
2: can we stretch islands?
0: <laughs> islands can be anything to me. I don't understand why it yeah, could be.
2: It could be the counter in your fucking kitchen.
0: Ooh, they call those islands. I know. They do. It's insane. But I, th- th- this has nothing to do with Atlantis. Just more so with why aren't we called the United <laughs> Islands of America? Why
2: can't we all just be islands and live island life?
0: But you know how great that would do so much for the morale <laughs> We'd of all the world. have like
2: lay and all, it would be crazy.
0: Like, can you imagine some guy? Just, I feel like India especially deserves it because they're like. They deserve- <laughs> They are just they deserve to be an island. They are just packed in there like fucking sardines. Well, at
2: least the way they are now, they they have like means of uh, you know walking away.
0: Yeah, I, I want them to have. I want them to have the air about them that's just like ah, island life. <laughs> they need to relax. They deserve it. I mean, if any place in the world, yeah, them in China, no, right. China, they're very like busy. Yeah. They're landlocked, and it's just very hectic it's like you need some island lifestyle you need some guy on the street like in a (laughs) bikini made of grass just sipping out of a coconut and then everything would be better that
2: needs to be normal in your life
0: i I, yeah i say you should do that that's how that's how we spread the message of this show everybody wear grass bikinis and hula your way around town and just drink liquor out of coconuts at noon yeah and
2: sunglasses any time of the day
0: Don't listen to the boss. Whatever the boss says, don't do. Just keep drinking your coconut.
2: Say you're on island time.
0: Now, this is the mentality the Atlanteans had, and this is what caused (laughs) them to crumble. This is their
2: ultimate downfall. This thing we're suggesting for the
1: world.
0: This is what caused them to crumble. They got far too comfortable in their island lifestyle. So, pretty much, we've given you the overall story of Atlantis. There's really not much more to it. I mean... As a whole, it was really only talked about by one author in in its entirety.
2: And I mean, like, we kind of just did, like, a cursory thing of, like, the descriptions that Plato gave of Atlantis. Like, the texts are often referred to people who are looking for Atlantis and, like, actually actively trying to figure it out as Plato's Checklist. Just like, there's so many details that like if you have all these things, there's a huge chance you're about to find some sort of civilization.
0: Pretty much. So, this can bring us into the part that I'm most excited about. Where the hell is it?
2: <laughs> Where the fuck did Atlantis Where go? Where is it? Where to it go? Is it in the ocean? Is it? Is it in a desert? There's so many different options.
0: Now, I want to say one quick thing. There is this is different, but it's it can connect back to the whole thesis of this ideal. Okay, okay. So you guys might be familiar with the Mayas, correct? Yeah, the Mayans—they are pretty cool. They got some good stuff. They got on. some good architecture. They're what we would refer to as a lost civilization. Not only because we don't know what happened to them, but we don't really know how they got to where they were anyway. Yeah. We don't know much about them other than what was left behind and what we can surmise was from them.
2: They got some pyramids with right angles. They got a calendar.
0: Now, you might say to yourself, well, even in these instances, you know, when you lose a civilization, there's always some type of trace of that civilization, correct? Yeah. Not yeah. always the case. The Minoan civilization, okay? Interestingly enough, they were a Bronze Age Aegean Aegean civilization in Greece. They lived on the island of Crete. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it is believed that they were wiped out by natural disaster. Um, There were potential volcanic activities, along with other waves, uh, tsunamis, things like that. Yeah. That caused them to be overrun. And now, when they were overrun, they the people that came in they didn't decimate everything they did they took all of the existing structure and built over it so for about 10,000 years we never knew this civilization existed we attributed most of their work to another civilization however upon further inspection we realized that holy shit someone came along and melted all of this fucking gold took all of these (laughs) buildings and just built over them And somebody else built all this. That's like like
2: the ultimate historical fuck you. It's just like, oh, I built the civilization. Another one's just like, no, that's ours. We're going to erase all trace of you from history. Yeah. (laughs) Until some people maybe figure it out.
0: So the Minoan civilization was roughly from 3000 BC to about 1500 BC, somewhere in that area. And... It We have the official date that it, we know that it would have ended around 1100 BC. That right. was the last remnants, okay? Okay. And it took forever to figure out that this civilization didn't exist. Like, it took a long time. <laughs> it took well over a thousand years for us to figure out that, hey, something's going on here. Arguably okay?
2: too long. At least, like, 11 generations. <laughs> and,
0: and to be fair the historians and the arch- uh, not architects the whatever uh, what's the word I'm looking for archaeologists, uh, archaeologists. yes the indiana joneses uh
2: the joneses yeah
0: they uh they cannot be blamed because uh, who's to know i mean look at we just talked about the curse of the pharaoh's tomb right it, it wasn't until the 1920s that we figured out who king tut was yeah <laughs> that
2: he moved the capital somewhere, and then he moved it back, and then he's not even in either of those places. Right. So many things.
0: Now, these, th- there's there's things in history that I'm sure we don't know today. Or maybe it's things that we've been taught or learned about that will change over time when we get more information on things.
2: Yeah, well, the Smithsonian's kind of got a lockdown on the historical timeline. That's true. A lot of new stuff is getting uh, brushed under the rug but that's a complete different episode the smithsonian
0: yeah that is that's very different conversation they're very
2: against change
0: there are as we can see there's examples of societies and i mean i want to say is it nine or twelve there's like the the list of ancient civilizations that were lost that we are kind of looking into the Maya would be number one probably most recognizable um But they all share certain things, right? They have this crazy architecture. Uh, Sometimes they have technology or weaponry that would be far beyond what we ever thought was capable for the time. And here they are having it. I mean, look at the pyramids. We still, still cannot figure out how they did that. We do not know. We just don't know. Um, Could it be that ancient alien architects had something
2: to do? Yeah, yeah. All you never know. of these stories. No. Dude, I need to rewatch that show.
0: I See, I like Ancient Aliens, but then there's a part of me that gets really upset at that show.
2: No, I mean, so, I, I, you can't watch more than like three episodes at a time, or else they start getting into like, do microscopic robot bugs have anything to do with the pyramids? It's like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, like, and, <laughs> and I think it's i don't know as much as i want to believe that perhaps aliens benefited humanity at one point in time we're taking a lot of credit away from people you yeah. know
2: <laughs> They're just like no one could have built this it's like actually uh, thousands of people died to build this so it's kind of maybe you respect that
0: it gives me the same feeling i get now this might make some people upset out there but i'm i'm gonna say it anyway it's like when someone you know is has, like, some type of medical issue or there's, like, a serious health concern, and, you know, they're in the hospital maybe they need emergency surgery, something along those lines. There's some type of incident, okay? And then when that person is done and everyone around them is like, I'm so happy you're okay. You know, we prayed for you. God is good. God saved your life. You're taking away a lot of credit from the doctors that studied their ass off to get to that point. Yeah. And quite literally saved a human life with nothing but their brain and their hands. And it was like, yeah, we figured out the problem, we think. I mean, you know, kudos to you. You know, you have your faith. Yeah. Believe what you want.
2: And I'm sure people would be like, oh, no, we're thanking God for making the doctor be born or some shit yeah. like that. But it's still, it's just like, okay, can you just, like, thank this guy in his name, or this woman by her name. Yeah,
0: like, Dr. Doctor Smith. That's the person that saved your <laughs> Dr. life. Dr.
2: Smith, thank you. God, you're pretty cool,
1: alright.
0: That's exactly how I feel about ancient aliens. It's like, I love it. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of a believer in that. But then at the end of the day, I'm also like... I mean, I feel bad. Like, there are slaves that probably ended up building that thing. Yeah, for hundreds of years. And, like, they're up somewhere. If you believe in heaven, maybe they're in heaven. Or they're, like, in the afterlife. They're looking down, they're like... This guy doesn't believe I was capable of that. What an asshole. He's blaming something he doesn't even know truly exists.
2: If God is all good, then he's sheltering them from that knowledge.
0: Yeah, I hope so. But (laughs) that was really off topic. (laughs) Sorry. uh, Sorry about that. But, um, I mean, just because these things exist, there's not necessarily a... Answer that is not of this world. Sometimes we just don't know how things got done. I yeah, mean,
2: and sometimes they figure shit out. We still can't figure out. It's yeah, exactly. People are are tight sometimes.
0: That's just kind of how it works. So we can now move into potential locations. Where is it? Okay, now I have I have what I believe to be one of the one of the more easy answers that makes the most sense. But I'm going to save that one for the end because that one, come on, it's just the best. It's the it's my favorite. There you go. Now, Jake, where do you think this beast of an island, the civilization, where do you think it could be? What are your, what are your thoughts mulling around in that that brain of yours?
2: I don't know, Al. I've heard a lot of things about it possibly being on the coast of Spain. The, uh, the like southern coast of Spain right out of the side of the uh the Gibraltar area there. Yes, around uh, because,
0: Spain and Turkey. Yeah, around there yeah
2: around there because there there is like a, a city that was said to be there in the Bible too. I forgot the name of it. I'm blanking on the name, but uh, that city and Atlantis were both said to have like huge deposits of. Uh, like some materials that were very... Uh, adamantium. Adamantium. I, I made,
0: <laughs> Maybe it's that, that. That's just Wolverine's bones. No,
2: no, apparently the stones, like uh, according to Plato, were like black, white, and red. Ooh. And a lot of people think it was like there was gold, silver, and copper, like mountain copper that Ooh, would be that's, red that's kind of cool I don't know like I, I heard stuff about that but there's also this like blue eye in the middle of the Sahara that people say may have been the location of it because there was some sort of like inlet for, of the of the the ocean that went kind of just in Ooh. it was like the a Florida but like negative you know it was just water instead uh-huh. of land
0: okay.
2: I don't fucking know where it is people are diving for it there's, there's civilizations they're finding like is this Atlantis And like I don't know Give me more information, diver. So I, I have no fucking clue where it is. I
0: handpicked three of my personal favorite ideals. Okay, okay all right. I'm going to start with the. I'm going to start with the least likely one. It's the one that I want to be the most true. I think. Yeah. Only because it is. It's so cool. But some people have theorized that the island of Atlantis was no island at all, that perhaps it was part of a larger land mass, okay? And they believe that it could be South America, on the tips of South America, possibly even Mexico.
2: Was this like a recent finding?
0: It's a little bit more recent, the idea behind this. Uh, The reason being, this connects back to the Mayas, perhaps that is some of the lost remnants of Atlantis. It would not only be a double whammy because we would learn about two civilizations that we thought were gone and maybe not real at all. Just
2: blend them together.
0: And this, I I think this is, I don't know this for certain, but I'm going to assume that this has something to do with the, the beliefs and teachings of Graham Hancock. Because he is a huge proponent of all of the ancient civilizations having some form of connection to each other. Yeah, the, the
2: biggest thing I know from... It, it Was he the guy who talked about ley lines and how like they're all kind of mm-hmm. the same length and they're on the same ley lines around the world? Right,
0: and they all line up. They they're they, like
2: they're all like numerology, like all the distance between them mm-hmm. all lines up and like says some weird shit.
0: Yeah, the distance. Uh, you most can tell them, I don't know much about it, but <laughs> a lot of their structures are based on ast- uh, astrological alignments, and they share many similarities. Uh, obviously, the biggest one being the pyramids of Giza uh, lining up with Orion's belt. Yeah. Um, could it but,
2: be that ancient alien technology <laughs> had something to do with this? You never know. Who knows cell phones back
0: then? But um, he is a huge proponent of that, and I, I kind of looked into it a little bit just so I could. It's it's hard. Let me just tell you this. It's hard. When you, when you cover a lot of different conspiracies and weird things, it's hard to keep all this information straight. Yeah. And, and a
2: lot of times there's bleed over, and it's like, but that. Is not to have to do with it. I you don't yeah. know what to do. You don't know what exactly. to do. It's all the same, but everything's so different.
0: And Graham Hancock, I was watching this thing on YouTube about how he he truly believes uh, he's done ayahuasca multiple times, and he believes that this is some. This is kind of how they communicated that there are drugs or substances out there similar to ayahuasca, if not ayahuasca itself. Yeah that is kind of the link between all of humanity both past, present and future.
2: So he thinks it was like a, a chemically induced astral projection sort of thing. But maybe. I maybe. don't
0: it's it, I didn't really get into the details of how he thinks it works, but there are other people that believe that too that they're these people take these drugs or these substances and kind of trip out, I guess you'd say. <laughs> and upon doing that they sometimes see symbols or pieces of evidence that mean nothing to them but when they look into it they have like huge historical significance Yeah they like
2: they're found in other places in the world
0: and I think there I think there could be some merit to something like that now you might be asking yourself how exactly is an island that was dealing with Greece on the other side of the planet. How did it get all the way over here to the Western civilization? And the answer that is given most of the time is continental drift. Now, I hate to tell you this. I'm no scientist, but it does. It takes a lot longer than 10,000 years to get from one end of the planet to the other.
2: Oh, yeah, I think it might uh, maybe move like five or six feet. In that time, yeah, I don't think it's going super far. Yeah,
0: um, I, I, I don't believe this is true. I think, I think it's interesting. I think it has a really intense and poignant belief behind it. It's kind of fun.
2: No, yeah, it's it's nice to think,
0: but it's, I, I don't know, it's a little, it's a little flimsy to me. <laughs> There's no meat to it. All you know? the
2: ancient civilizations were getting stoned.
0: It's fallen off the bone for me. I'm gonna yeah. say no on this one.
2: It's <laughs> so desirable.
0: I'm going to say no. I'm also going to probably say no to the second one, okay? Which is? No, this one gained a lot of traction in the 1900s and this is that maybe it was Antarctica, okay? What? Now,
2: where the Nazis went?
0: Well, yeah, I guess. Maybe. No, I'm sorry. I'm know. opening
2: up all these different cans of worms. That's the, okay. the center of the earth, hollow earth theory.
0: But, 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 but. <laughs> Antarctica. There's two schools of thoughts on the Antarctica train, okay? First is the one that was proposed in the 1950s, and that would be that a small chunk of land broke off of Antarctica and it didn't necessarily move far, but it moved off of the tundric ice barren wasteland that's out there. And since it floated off just a little bit, it became a little bit more temperate and moderate. Um, This would kind of give some explanation as to why they were able to fuck with the Greeks. Uh, they'd be a lot closer than they would if they were in, I don't know, say Mexico.
2: That's true, yeah.
0: Um. But then you have to kind of ask yourself, does that make any sense? The answer is probably no.
2: Probably not. So, yeah, I'm, like to make it make sense in my mind to like visualize it, I'm just picturing a huge chunk of ice.
0: Yeah, kind of. You
2: know, it's just floating and then cooling off the, the tropic.
0: Now, the one thing that can make this theory slightly more... Intense, I guess you'd say. I don't know. Or like I'm, tenable? For la- like, yeah, that's more a better believable? word. So yeah, this is about twelve thousand years ago. Okay, so I don't Quite know a long guys, time. I don't know if you guys know this, but there were some ice ages in there. Okay, and they possibly believe that perhaps because of ice caps melting. Maybe some land or some islands that were out in that direction in the Mediterranean or possibly below the Mediterranean were absorbed by the melting ice caps. Yeah, it's
2: like what's happening with uh, Venice right now.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, this would not explain the sudden disappearance that Plato talks about, but it would be maybe give some answers to a disappearing island, you know?
2: Definitely. And there are civilizations that are submerged now. Yeah. Like yeah. whether or not they're Atlantis is yet to be seen, but we, we have discovered like entire towns under the water.
0: Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the kibosh on Alaska. Okay.
2: <laughs> Might not be Alaska, I don't know.
0: Or not an Ala- Antarctica. Not Alaska, <laughs> sorry.
2: Shit. Beautiful state, beautiful state.
0: Oh man, Sarah Palin. But let <laughs> I me I can see
2: <laughs> fucking Russia from my back door. God she was uh, funny. She... <laughs> Oh, I was thinking about Sarah Palin the other day. I don't know why. Oh man! Oh, the, oh no, was... is she still alive? Probably. <laughs> I don't I know. I Can't
0: believe that. I'm not surprised was... she hasn't killed herself yet.
2: I don't know, man. I <laughs> I just thought of her because there's a band called Michael Sarah Palin. I like that. It's good.
0: Okay, now here's the one that I I like the most. So I'm not going to say that I think it's true. I just happen to like it's it the, a lot. The best ride. Off the coast of Puerto Rico may lie the old what? island of Atlantis. Okay. Now you might be asking yourself, that that area on the map seems slightly familiar to me. Is there another thing? Fa- There's the Bermuda Triangle.
2: Oh. Ooh. Puerto Rican Atlantis.
0: If you haven't listened to it yet, we have an episode on the Bermuda Triangle. We do. And please check it out. I think you're going to love it. It's a good time. It's triangular. But let me explain something to you. This, it would be a bit of a a a ways to travel, obviously, if they were going to go to Greece. However, it's not completely impossible. Uh, There's many island nations that were down there in the Caribbean. And recent studies have shown, well, actually, I don't even know if they're really called studies. They went on a diving expedition in the Bermuda Triangle to just kind of see what the hell is yeah, going on. Yes, people
2: saw some shit, and we're going to talk about it.
0: They, you know, they went out there and they were kind of like, "What the hell is going on out here?" And they encountered something that they kind of just can't really explain, and that would be these weird fucking rock formations under the water. Okay? Mm. And I mean really weird rock formations. Bimini Road, as it's called. They are giant rock formations underneath the Muhammad waters. And they are put in a perfect square, 90 degree angles, like literally perfect 90 degree angles, not 91, not 89, like That's fucking crazy. Perfect angles, perfect placement. And they don't know what the hell it is. They don't know what it is. Now, they have said that this is a perfectly natural formation of rock. This is how things happen.
2: I, like, don't get that.
0: I don't understand it either. Okay,
2: mathematically perfect right angles multiple times? Yeah. Just in one area of the bottom of the fucking ocean?
0: Now, it's interesting because they are buried... uh, in in mud, essentially, in, in you know mud. dirt and mud, grime, yeah. whatever's down there. Very the similar, water land, very similar to the uh, the way Plato described how the city was swallowed. Yeah. And they're let's just say this: they're big rocks. So if they are man-made, if these things are put in place, it's not easy. Okay, it's kind of like Stonehenge. It's like what the fu- it's like what How is did this? they
2: do that?
0: So. We are looking at Bimini Road, and we are wondering to ourselves, what could this be? Is that maybe this was, you know, a man-made structure from the city of Atlantis? Mm, maybe that's my favorite. Maybe some the people theories.
2: have been strolling down in the ocean.
0: Now, you know, I want you guys to sit, sit on it, and stew on it, and marinate in all these word juices. Absorb that all the flavors you. and. I do I want to end this with one one thing only to play the devil's advocate, okay? Yeah. Could it be an allegory? We know we know the way the writings of Plato work, we know the teachings and the philosophical ideals he held. It really is kind of the perfect description of what some people say America is dealing with now. That greed and corruption and fighting for resources that we don't particularly need to sustain ourselves will be the downfall of a once supposed great nation. Yeah. It's yeah. it's literally the exact definition
2: of Atlantis. It's it's a perfect societal archetype.
0: And, and yeah.
2: I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Because, like I said earlier, keep it in mind, no one thought Troy was real either. Yeah, yeah. And they just found it one day they just found it and it was all just it was all exactly how they described it Mm -hmm. it's fucking crazy
0: and it i don't know there's there's no definitive answer for this it really comes down to what you believe what you read and just kind of where you where you decide to put your brain honestly
2: the world can surprise you sometimes yeah i mean i know you know about that shrimp that can like break a sound barrier with a fucking uh it's big knuckles
0: yeah, what is uh the mantis shrimp Wait, the mantis shrimp. The, I think it is the mantis shrimp. I think shrimp. it
2: is. It can like I don't know what it does.
0: There's I remember there's one shrimp and it's got it's got like a claw and it looks like a fist. It's like and Mr. It, Crab's claw. And I yeah, it, it it's the one we're talking about, and it when it snaps, it it's so hard and so fast that it literally creates a vacuum in the ocean. Now it's time it's like a little bubble. But it's just, a, it's just a. Who'd
2: have thought that existed though? This Is what I'm trying to get at. It's you
0: know? great, like it literally sucks like everything out of the water and just turns yeah. it into a, a bubble of oxygen underwater.
2: There's that shrimp. There's like fucking 600 year old Greenland sharks. Yeah, those. Things there's are a cool. bunch of shit in the ocean that we didn't know was there until mm-hmm. recently. Dude, I'm saying I, I think Atlantis could totally exist. I think I'm like 70-30 on it existing.
0: I think that's a fair way to put it. Cause you know I, I, mean? I feel that way too. It's like just if
2: anything. It's just nice. It's yeah, nice to
0: think. It's nice to believe I I'm no, I'm no philosopher. Okay. Now I'm, I mean, I'm semi familiar with the idea of philosophy, but I'm not particularly involved in it. But what I do know is that it's a little questionable that this has so much detail, uh, just put yourself in this situation if you're trying to describe something why would you create an entire fictional island with a society and life and structure and political scope and all of this just for it to be like a comparison you know you could just make something up and Oh, you know, they dance on rainbows in this world. Yeah,
2: if it's, like, a story meant for entertainment, then, like, sure. Like, that just makes it that much more of a real thing in your mind because you know it's fake. But, like, yeah, the fact that it was in the framing of an allegory is kind of cool when it comes to it.
0: It's a very unique...
2: It changes the whole dynamic. Because usually, like, when, when people lie... Like, a really good indication that someone's lying, like, oh, what'd you do today when they did some shit they shouldn't have done? They were just like, oh, it was great at 7.45, I did this. That led me right into 8.30, where I did this. And it's just like, it's all planned out, they planned it out, you know? are like, are you sure you did this? But this whole, like, allegory framing kind of flips that on its head and makes it uh, have the opposite effect. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: So I don't know, it's up to you guys out there listening, you guys or girls or whoever, you guys, if aliens are listening, I would gladly accept Hello, that. Hello, aliens. We love you guys. But it is up to you to decide if Atlantis is real or not, because you know what? No one knows.
2: No one does know, including me, Jake, yeah. or Grant there.
0: We just wanted to share some interesting details about a potential lost civilization. Yeah, it's beautiful. So with all that being said,
2: Uh, I think it's probably the one thing I do want to address. We did not do the Patreon episode this week. No, and that is 100 percent my fault. Uh, I had some uh, shit going on this week, ultimately took all my attention, but we will get back to you on that and we will maybe make two. You want to just do two weeks in a row or
0: Uh, you want to do here? I don't care.
2: We have to make it up to
0: them. Yeah, we'll figure it out. You guys will get the content you so delicately crave. We'll yeah, so
2: happen. yeah, I'm sorry about that.
0: It, you know, we forgive you, Jake. It's fine. These things happen.
2: Oh, thanks.
0: But all of that being said, that is effectively our episode is for the, end the, of the week.
2: Episode for the week here. At what time is it? Like three thirty. In the it afternoon,
0: is three forty-seven. It's exactly oh. fifty-nine minutes from the last time oh. I said something. We have
2: so much potential for tonight. We do. We, we could do oh, anything.
0: It's not even four o'clock. Oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah, and it's going to be Easter too. So if you're you know into <laughs> if you're into that,
2: yeah, fucking risen zombies, cool.
0: If you're into that, have a good old time eating ham. Yeah, why well, ham, ham is like the some Easter and cheesy food.
2: potatoes. Yeah, that's what I'm having.
0: That's yeah. That's exactly what I'm having too. So, we'll, <laughs> hell yeah. We'll, all uh, right. We'll let you guys know how the ham was next week. Cause yeah. I know Matt's out there driving or doing something, just oozing about what kind of ham we're gonna <laughs> eat. I see you out honey there, honey
2: baked. Mm.
0: But yeah, we will be back next week with another episode.
2: We will. It's true. And uh, this was we are starting a cult. That's Grantham Jake, and you should follow us on all this shit I mentioned that we may uh, delete the Twitter. I think we're just going to leave it dormant.
0: Yeah. I think we should just leave it dormant because
2: just know that we don't really post much on there. But if people start following, if there's an influx of followers, we'll start doing some shit on there. Yeah. But for right now, do the Twitter, but mostly Instagram, Facebook. Uh, We are on YouTube. We got a Patreon. There's a link below. All these things. Uh, It's great. Tell everyone about it. The podcast, I mean, we are starting a cult. Join us, go Max.